You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. I am uh, driving solo tonight here on our show. Our producer, RJ, is unable to join us this evening, so bear with me. For those of you that are in the queue that I have not spoken to yet, I have you noted, and as soon as um, we complete the beginning of the show, which is a wisdom, uh, a sharing of wisdom, we will begin our live readings. So thank you for your patience. I am Eileen, the heart healer, and it is always my joy to be here with you each Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern time to share some spiritual wisdom, holistic-oriented healing tips, medical intuitive information, if appropriate, all from your Akashic Records, and from many years of life experience, a nice combination of it all. And so for those of you that are new to the show and listening to the replay or live with me now, This is a most extraordinary time, most extraordinary time. As you all know, we are in a time where we are navigating new paths, new waters that have not been navigated before. And so from time to time, I imagine that I will be guided to bring us back to the basics of understanding certain aspects of our human condition that are applicable to no matter what time frame, no matter what life experiences we are having, both on a personal level as well as the collective of humanity. And before we begin, please say a little prayer to the technology gods because we are in the middle of a huge lightning and thunderstorm here where I live in South Florida. And I am praying that um, the electricity stays on, that our connection, um, I'm intending that the electricity stays on, that our connection stays strong um, throughout tonight's show. All right. Thank you for holding that space with me. So tonight's wisdom is dealing with loss during COVID. And and the reason this came up, I imagine the reason that I was guided to share about this tonight is because I don't know where you live, but in South Florida, In several states in the United States and areas around the world, there is an escalation of cases of COVID and therefore an increasing number of 
human beings transitioning to spirit at this time. I have to say that in the last two weeks, more than in the last, what is it, April, May, last four months, over four months, um, that I have known personally more people than I have the whole time that have either um, had life-threatening or have gotten very ill or are testing positive and asymptomatic and just the whole gamut, which says something to me. It says that the understanding of how many positive cases there are without necessarily understanding the numbers, that they are increasing for whatever reason. I don't know that we're ever going to figure it out. You know what I mean? But I will say to you that the experience of loss during this time on many different levels is palpable. And it brings up a, a very intense energy of grieving It brings up a very intense energy of fear and anger for some people. And it's important that we talk about it and understand how we can best be in it that can be empowering and loving for each of us. And sharing that with other people so that we know how we can be with people that are going through the experience of loss in a way that is kind and compassionate and loving. Most cultures have some rituals having to do with loss and the loss being um, the transition to spirit or death experience. But what we're experiencing right now is that the loss that people are having, the experience that they're having, is not just related to someone dying. We have lost our ability to be in physical, present moment connection with the people that we love. I know for me, I haven't sat down and hugged my 94, almost 95-year-old mother since March 7th. I've seen her twice out of necessity, but other than that, her building's in lockdown. And for her, it is very isolating, and I think most of the time it's okay for her. But the fear of dying alone is something that is real and palpable for her. And so we as a family have had conversations as to how we can best support her. And I'm sure that my family is not the only family that is having that conversation. And then there's the experience of having loved ones that are in the hospital, that are in hospice, and we can't be with them when we would normally be able to be with them and for some alleviate the fear of being in, in, an, in a frightening place, which hospitals under the best of circumstances, can be, to our family members transitioning to spirit without us there. That loss is a palpable one as well, the inability to be present. And although I know that I talk each week, that there's some reference to the fact that we are all energy and that there are no boundaries to energy technically, right? That the, the, the solidity of our bodies is an illusion. But it's a very real illusion, one in which we are here to experience our humanity through. And so those that are very energy aware may have the ability to connect with their loved ones on that energetic level. And that may be satisfying for them, but it's just not the same truly. And for those that have family members that they're unable to be with that are unable to really have conversations with them on the phone 
that's another sense of disconnection that many people are experiencing. Grief and grieving, the experience of loss, is a circular experience. And what I mean by that is all the different feelings, all the different experiences and emotions that we could possibly have when it comes to the experience of loss of any kind, whether it is someone transitioning to spirit or it's the loss of a job, it's the loss of a dream, the loss of a relationship, the loss of financial um, security, the loss of anything at all, even a body part. Or if we are in illness, the loss of what we were capable and able to do physically that we have a challenge with. These are all experiences of loss that bring up a cornucopia of emotions for each person. And so they're all part of this circular experience of grief and grieving. And we can be anywhere on that circle at any given moment in time. And for some, if they don't know that, it can be an incredibly unsettling and upsetting experience to not only have the emotion come up unexpectedly, but, but then what do they do with it? Because it's so unnerving, so unsettling for them that was unexpected, right? What I can tell you is this. The only way through grief is to move through it. We often share in, in grief and grieving workshops the phrase, if we breathe, we grieve. In other words, grieving is simply one of many aspects of being human. It's part of the journey. If we're alive, we're going to experience loss in some way, shape, or form at some point in time during this human experience. If it is a loss related to a death or a transition to spirit, many of our religiously dogmatic beliefs have rituals that we can follow that are a source of comfort for us. For many that don't have that connection, they're, they're missing an opportunity for support, and so they're feeling even more a sense of loss. And then there is that experience of when we know someone that's experienced a loss and we don't know what to say or how to behave or act that is the most loving and supportive thing to do. And the last thing you want to do is tell someone you understand how they feel because you can't possibly know how they feel. We can't know the all of that person's life experiences and about their relationship with the person who has transitioned or is about to. We can't know. We may have, let's say someone is losing a parent. We may have personally experienced the loss of a parent, but our experience of that loss was unique to us and unique to the relationship and the experiences that we had with that parent. Just as the person that we are doing our best to find a way to support that is also in the process of the experience of losing a parent to a dying process. If you're uncomfortable, but you want to say something, simply say, I'm here for you. I can't possibly know what you're feeling, but I'm here if you want to talk. I'm here if you want someone to listen. You don't have to say anything more than that. If this is someone you love, you can simply say, I love you. I can't know what you're feeling, but I love you. I'm here for you. And stay in touch with them because in the beginning, so many people reach out. 
they text, they email, they phone call. But very quickly, people get back to their lives. One of the greatest gifts that that I feel we can give someone is to stay in touch, even if it's just to send a text and say, I'm thinking of you this morning or this afternoon and sending you love. I'm here if you want to talk. But they know that they don't have to. This allows the person who has experienced the loss to know that they're not as alone as they're feeling in that moment. Believe me, it is such a simple thing to do. And yet, I do this with people all the time. Being someone who has been a hospice nurse for many years, through the years of my career, and I'm very comfortable with this process. I've done grief counseling from a spiritual perspective with people for years of all ages, teenagers, young adults, adults, older people. Not everybody's comfortable with the conversation. And if you're not, that's okay. But if you want to say something, if you want to post something, the RIP is not the most compassionate thing to say. To just reach out to someone and share that you're thinking of them, that you're surrounding them with love during this challenging or difficult time is really the most compassionate and kindest thing that you can do. The only way through these emotions, my friends, to experience them. If you don't, what happens is, like any emotion that is low vibrational, what happens is they build up like sweeping things under a carpet. If you do it long enough, you have a big lump in the carpet and you end up tripping over it. Emotions are energetic frequencies that until they're cleared, they hang out in our energy fields that is us, that the body is just one layer of. And what happens is because they're so low vibrational, the ones that don't feel good, the emotions, feelings that don't feel good, it limits the flow of energy to whatever part of the field or the body that they're hanging out in. And ultimately, this is the mind-emotional-body connection that creates the physical manifestation of dis-ease. So the more we move through our emotions, understanding that they're energy and they're just information, information in the form of energy that helps us to understand where we are in a life experience. Because without them, we don't know that we're sad. We don't know that we're angry. We don't know that we're in fear. We don't know that we're in bliss, joyful, content. That's really all they're there for. They're not there to be judged as good, bad, right, or wrong. They're simply part of the human experience. And if we can not go to the place of judgment of them, then we are able to move through them with a much greater sense of grace and ease. Remember what we expect or the expectations we put on an experience, make that experience what it is. What we believe about it makes it what it is. So if we, if we open up to the possibility that it's reasonable to have emotions, that emotions are just a part of the human journey and we don't label them as good, bad, right, wrong. We just simply allow them to be what they are, recognize them, love them, and move through them. The experience of having them, no matter what they are, becomes so much easier. Trust me on this. I'm getting older and wiser every day. In this, in this aging decade that I'm in. And 
I've talked to a lot of people, thousands of client sessions over the years. Trust me when I say to you, the best gift you can give yourself is to allow yourself the gift of feeling your emotions and move through them. And if you find that you can't, ask for help in whatever way feels the most appropriate to you so that you have an opportunity to clear these emotions rather than holding on to them. I, I highly recommend this. One of the things that I love to do and that I have always enjoyed doing is offering my services for this type of experience. Emotional clearing work is something that is so helpful, which reminds me, if you are new to um, the show and to the services that I offer as the heart healer, um, we do a monthly new moon clearing process, which is an energetic clearing process to assist everyone in preparing for writing their intentions for the next new moon cycle. And so the next new moon clearing call is Friday, August 14th. You can look at the description of tonight's show or any of our shows, and there is a link to register for this monthly um, experience if you've never registered before. It is, you know, about 30 to 50 minutes, depending upon what I'm guided to say and do. Hopefully that thunder is not too annoying to you. Um, but it just got really loud here. <laughs> um, anyway, the new moon clearing is um, it's on a different day each month simply because of the lunar cycle. And it's quite a lovely and very empowering clearing process. And what I usually do is I usually schedule the call about a week in advance of the new moon. And that way, anyone that's registered can do that clearing process as many times as you want between the time of the call when I send the replay out to the midnight of the day of the new moon. It's a lot of opportunities to just clear out whatever you need to. And it's a wonderful process. So I invite you to take advantage of this complimentary gift each month that I offer. It's the new moon clearing process. So you can either go to the link in tonight's show or feel free to hop on my website at Eileen the Heart Healer. That's I-L-E-N-E the Heart Healer.com forward slash events and click on August 14. And you'll see there the link to register. All you have to do is register one time. You'll get reminder emails and you'll get um, the link to the replay each month within a couple of hours of the completion of the show. And that, my friends, is our wisdom for tonight. Okay, we're going to start with our readings. Um, give me a second to figure out my studio here for a minute. All right. So because um, I haven't spoken to you yet, um, what I'm going to ask you to do is just share where you're calling from. I'm going to mention your area code. Um, bring you on the air and ask you to just share your first name and where you're calling from. Okay. So our first caller is from area code 951. Good evening. And can you hear us? Hello, hello. Yes, hello, hello, hello. Okay. Hi. Can you, sh I can hardly hear you. Let me just adjust my volume. A little bit. And can you tell us your first name and where you're calling from, please? Nathaniel from California. How are you doing? Hi, Nathaniel. I'm well. How are you doing tonight? Hey, I'm pretty good. I actually uh, moved into a new place. You see it going good? I do. I do. You called in, I think, a couple of weeks ago and we talked about this. How's it going so far for you? Well, I was going to move into the apartment, but they said I was making too much money. So I called the old people where I lived before. I don't know if uh -huh. you thought it was going to be or not, but they said, yeah, you know. So I moved in. I said I wouldn't be fully moved into August. So uh, 
I, he he reduced the red from a thousand to nine hundred. And oh, uh, that's wonderful. Sure if, I'm not sure if I'm getting the rest of July free or or what. Okay. Uh, you know, but I didn't think you, you said that it might be a mistake, or or did you? I don't even remember. I don't even remember. So oh. let me just go. Let me just connect in. It's your okay. it's your apartment, Nathaniel. You have to remember what I no, share. No, I don't hold on a, to it. <laughs> I, I'm renting a, a room in a, in a big home. It has like five, six uh, bedrooms and five bathrooms. Okay. Okay. So let me just tap into that and just see if this space is, is whoo, sorry, loud thunder. <laughs> it's pouring. Oh, um, where are you at? Yeah. I live in South Florida, Florida, and we're in rainy season, and it has rained almost every day for days. Um, but that's that's normal weather for us. It, it's but we just started this storm, and it's it's just so loud. Anyway, all right, let me just uh, focus on you for a minute. If you'll just breathe into your heart for me, Nathaniel, that beautiful heart center of yours. Let me okay. see what I can come up with. And for those of you that have uh, jumped into the queue. Um, since I made this announcement, our producer RJ is not with us tonight, so please be patient. I will get to all of you, I promise. All right, so let's see what we can bring in for you, Nathaniel, regarding your your residence, your living situation. This feels good to me, Nathaniel, for you. It's familiar, um, and and familiar, I think, is is important for you. It feels like this will serve you for as long as it serves you and and be comfortable in it. I would do some kind of a clearing ceremony to claim your space since it's been a while since you've been there. And um and yeah, claim your space as your own. You can do that in many different ways, whatever feels good to you. And and be very conscious of how you set up your space. Don't let it be too cluttered so that the energy is flowing in it. And, and yes, cluttering is something that you don't want to do. You want to make sure that everything has its place, that things are put away, and that the energy is open and flowing in there to support you. Does that make sense to you? Oh yeah, I I you know kind of uh, I moved a few items over, so I still got to unpack. So it's still a, a mess, you know, and I still have more items to move. Um, okay. Do you see me getting along well with my brother or and his uh, wife very well? I don't think we, you know, we're really getting along really bad. Um, like. you know what? This is not. This is a cycle for you. It can be a challenge. What I would really invite you to do is do the Ho'oponopono. And, and let that be to, to whatever memories are in me that are a source of challenge in my relationship with my brother and his family. On any and all levels that I am to atone for, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just, I love you or just thank you. And what that does, Nathaniel, is it keeps clearing anything from within you that creates the challenge between you and your brother. And you can do that with any, anyone. You can do it with just the family in general, with my brother and my extended family. You can language it whatever way feels appropriate to you, or you can do it with each individual. It's easier to do it in a more general way, but also identifying specifically who it is that is the most challenge, which you're bringing up right now as your brother. And, and that will keep clearing, and I would do it as often as you can think of it. Don't do okay. it just once or twice a day. Just you know, And before you're going to talk to him, if you're going to be in his presence, just do this several times. Because when we have a challenge in our relationships with people, you know, the energy that creates it, well, we're never going to understand the all of it. So don't try and figure it out. Just keep taking this as an opportunity to keep clearing whatever it is that is a source of challenge between you and him and anyone else. 
Okay. And and, and also, I got a uh, I got a new job as, as security at a at a marijuana dispensary. Okay. Do you like that? Do you see that going well? I like that a lot. I like that a I'm lot. Working, I'm working for it. They have, I think their password or one of their things is community love. And they have, you're not supposed to get, you know, you're, you're supposed to get along with everyone or they say something. And they give you like a free, every month they give you a free $70. You know, you, you either get a massage or spend something at Walmart, like a, you know, a water, you know, thumb, something or other, you know. That's and, wonderful. Uh, heart, heart conscious businesses thrive. So I, I that's, guess a good, you, that's a good you, place you for do, you to be. Uh, you could donate uh, something uh, for charity, like the food uh, bank or something, and then they uh-huh. pay you for that. That's and wonderful. And it's making more money. I, I'm working now. I've been working for this security company for about a year and a half, but I'm stationed outside, and it's 100 degrees out. And the the, the car they have me in doesn't have a air conditioning at all. And I'm, you know, the well, guy wanted me to do this, and I had a I had a problem about it because the same vehicle really stinks. And I said something like, "Well, I, I don't want to, you know, do that or whatever." And uh, now, you know, uh, I thought I saw my supervisor earlier, a couple minutes ago. So I went back in the car, and then I got out, and then went into the building I'm not even supposed to be in. But uh, you know, I, I go to my car, which has air conditioning, and I'm just mm-hmm. parked under. A, Sign that has the whole you know parking lot that's about you know say by two hundred and seventy or something. There's a you know what sign. Nathaniel Nathaniel yeah. listen um I, we've got people in the queue and it's a one question okay. show so I just want to say to okay. you do your best to hold a space of honoring the commitment that you made with the job and just let your people know the people that you work with know what you need. There are ways to keep cool, even without air conditioning. There are those those neck wraps that, yeah. that are cool, little portable fans that you can get, things that will make it a little bit easier. And don't forget to be hydrated. But let, let your boss know what your needs are, and maybe there's something that can be done to accommodate. Okay? Okay. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. You're welcome, Nathaniel. Thanks so much for calling in tonight. You take good care of you. Blessings. All right. So our next caller is um, area code 917. Good evening. Let me wait till I see that you're in. Good evening and welcome to the show. Can you tell us your first name and where you're calling from? Sorry, I did not press the one key, so I am not going to be sharing, but I can listen. Thank you. Not a problem. Thank you for calling in. <laughs> All right. Okay. See what happens when I don't have a producer? <laughs> All right. Hold on a second. What about that part? All right. Okay. So our next caller is area code 307. Hold on one second. Hi, good evening, and welcome to the show. Can you share with us your first name and where you're calling from? Yeah, this is um, Alyssa, and I'm calling from Wyoming. Hi, Alyssa from Wyoming. Good evening and welcome. How can we be of support Hi. to you tonight? What's going on with you? Um, I was just wondering, uh, like uh, I read on the on your thing, and it says uh, medical intuitive. I am. And I How was can just, I support you? Um, I was just uh, wondering if you pick up on anything in uh, with me, like being sick. Okay. Are, do you feel sick, or you're asking for clarification of cause of symptoms? Which is it tonight? Um. I think I'm just depressed, and so that's kind of making me feel sick. But, yeah, I have some just, like, um, yeah, not feeling good and uh, stuff like that. Okay. All right. Give me a moment. Just if you would, Alyssa, just breathe into Uh your heart center for me, okay? Okay. 
So the way this works for me, when someone's asking a medical intuitive question, it's almost as if the body, your body shows up in my mind, right? And I'm, I'm guided to focus on different parts of your body. So the first part of your body that I'm, that I'm guided to address with you is, is the area of your stomach. It is, it's yeah. like your mid-abdomen, the area between your belly button and, and your, your breastbone, that, that middle part yeah. of your body. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, perfect sense. Okay. Okay, and and I want to say that that the the area that is the most um, the most dense in the energy is that that right side of your body, which is where the liver is. Yeah, it's right underneath yes. the rib cage. Okay, and yes. and so what I'm guided to say to you, Alyssa, is that that your body is is very toxic. So if you're feeling sluggish, headachey, um, bowels aren't moving the way you want them to, sometimes intermittent nausea, it's because there's a lot of congestion in that stomach, liver, gallbladder, spleen, pancreas area, all across that middle area. And it's all about your digestion, right? And, and when the digestive process isn't working in its most ideal way, and the or if your intestinal tract is not moving the way it's supposed to, right? Everything backs up yeah. because we live in a very toxic environment. So we ingest toxins, we breathe toxins, and they build up in the body. And the job of the liver is to process those toxins. And it gets very tired. And yours is yeah. very tired. It's very congested yeah. and it's very tired. And I want to also say that, if you find that you have challenges with digesting proteins and fats that, that they don't mm-hmm. do well with you, so that would include dairy, things like cheese yeah. or milk products. If you find that you have an intolerance to that, what I'm also picking up on is that your stomach itself is not producing um, the right amount of acid in it, which is its normal job that hydrochloric acid production is diminished. It's not ideal. So you're not able to fully break down the food as it's supposed to be broken down in the stomach, which makes it difficult for that food to be fully digested as it moves through the small intestine. And this is how we get our nutrients, you know? So I want to say your iron level feels like it's very low your zinc level feels like it's very low, and, and that, um, would explain, that that would explain the the pain that I'm having in my liver all the time. It could, it very well could. Okay. There, the liver, the liver sits right underneath the rib cage there, and the gallbladder yeah. sits underneath the liver, right? And um, yeah, it, I had it, my my gallbladder taken out already. Um, I was going to say, it didn't feel like it was your gallbladder. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I had that out. Um, But, uh, yeah, just like the last six months, my liver has really been hurting me. What could I do uh, to clear the toxins out of my body? Um, One one thing that I would invite you to research, um, and that Uh is, are you familiar with Anthony William, the medical medium? Um, no, I, I've never heard I, of him actually. Okay, I would invite you to research him. He is—he is an extraordinary young man, and um, he—he's been awake all his life. He is a okay. medical intuitive himself. Um, he's written a okay. series of books and has a huge following. One of his books okay. um, is strictly about the liver. You can get them all either in Kindle format or in um, in uh, in paperback. Let me give you because um, I what think I have most of them in Kindle. I'm sorry, Henny. What is his name again? Anthony William, Anthony and he is known William. as the medical medium. 
He has um, okay. several books. One is Liver Rescue. I think his original okay. book was Medical Medium. There's also okay. a book, Cleanse to Heal, which is his newest book. There's okay. a book called Thyroid Healing. And my favorite okay. one, which I don't have in Kindle, I have it actually, in, in that's one of my hard copies, is a book on celery juicing. Okay. He has this amazing understanding of um, what he refers to as these celery salts that he has uh-huh. been guided to know that exist in celery that are incredibly antibacterial, antiviral, et cetera. And most of our disease processes, his belief is that they are virally mediated. And we okay. all need to cleanse. It's just a matter of what, what, do, what do we personally need. But you might want to yeah. start... You might want to start with the Celery Juice book. It's a quick read. He recommends okay. everyone does celery juicing once a day. Okay, and you just drink it, or you just drink it. It you you know obviously organic is preferred. Um, best to do it not okay. cold. Um, masticating uh, uh, juicers are the best. Uh, juicers for it, but you can use a blender with a nut bag, you know, a nut butter bag to strain it, or you can use a regular okay. juicer, but the best is a masticating one because you get your most juice out of it, and it because there's no heat, it leaves the enzymes intact. Um, it's okay, it's really, very flavorful. Um, it's really not bad. Okay. I'm listening. So I just put this I do. I just put the celery in, um, like, in my ninja and just chop it all up, or and then drink no, it. No, it's you. You want to juice it. If you can create okay, so I need to buy juice, a if you can create, uh-huh. if you can get it pulverized in your blender, you can yeah. use that. It's it's a bit more work. You can do that, but you need to strain it. And they he recommends oh, okay. that you strain it with it. It's like a muslin bag. Um, it's called a nut butter bag, if I remember correctly. And you basically put whatever is in your Ninja blender into this bag, uh-huh. and then you squeeze out the juice. And he recommends okay. that you build yourself up to 16 ounces per day and drink it on an empty okay. stomach first thing in the morning. And then don't drink any water. Okay. Or have any liquids or food for at least 30, 20 to 30 minutes before or after. Okay. All right. That I'm going to try that really, first thing in the morning. What I really like about it is that it's, that book is, um, if you get it on Kindle um, and do a quick read of it, there's a whole section on different um, disease processes. And you okay. pick out whatever the, the part is that's yours, and it'll give you some information about how celery juicing helps for that. Okay. It's really yeah, quite I'm a wonderful resource. It's okay. a good place Perfect. to start. It's a good place yeah, to start. Sure. The other thing is that you're, you're going to want to do, um, um, Alyssa, you're going to want to do as clean a diet as you can. Um, no okay, red meat. What, what's that? No red Say meat. again? No red meat? Yeah. You know, if okay. you can if you can convert while you are detoxing to a vegan diet, it would be the uh-huh. best thing for you. It helps to clean out the body, okay. but go slow, otherwise you're going to get really sick. You're going to feel flu-like, headachey. Um, so go slow. Okay. Be very loving in the process of it. The, the other thing that you might want to consider is the liver is the seat of our primitive emotions. It lovingly okay. holds our anger. And so if you've got old stuff that you are having a hard time letting go of, I would invite you to do the Ho'oponopono. And just simply say, 
to whatever memories are in me that are the cause of my of my toxicity that are the cause of my anger and whatever else you want to yeah, add I, to it I just started on, therapy last week so um, I will start I'm going to try to start meditating again and getting back to healthy for sure good the Ho'oponopono statement is very helpful. Truly okay. it is. And it's simple and it works. So to whatever memories are in me that are the cause of um, me feeling toxic, my anger, whatever you want to add to it, on any and all levels, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. And when you say this, you're saying I love you to the cause of the issue that is within you. You're saying, I'm sorry. I have no idea how I created you. Please forgive me for whatever I did to create you. I don't know the all of it. And when you make those statements, you're accepting 100% responsibility for whatever the issue is. And then we say thank you. And the thank you is to God, divine creator, for clearing it. Make sense? Um, You you don't think that, like, I've been worried that I have cancer or something because my because of my stomach hurting. You don't think it's anything like that, do you? I don't sense that energy, but I need to also oh, say to you that being a medical intuitive, we speak what we're given and we're not always given everything. Okay. Right? Okay. So my best suggestion, if you feel that you need to see a doctor, then please do. But in the interim, until you do that, make some wise choices, which include you releasing the toxins in your body the best that you can, cleaning up your diet, and and really clearing your emotions the best that you can. I invite you to join me for the new moon clearing process each month. That will be a wonderful clearing process for you. Okay. All right. And the link to do that is in the show description. Okay. All right. Make sense? Thank you very much. You're very welcome, Alyssa. Thanks so much for calling in tonight. Let us know how you're doing periodically. Send me a message. I'm surrounding you with a big hug of love. (laughs) All right, honey. Thank Thank you. you. Blessings. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so we are 10 minutes to the hour, um, and the queue is quiet right now. A couple of calls I saw got dropped. It happens, and so I'm just going to share a little bit as we, as we um, see if anyone else will pop in for a reading tonight, and if not, in about say five minutes or so we'll begin our closing heart meditation and and complete the show in that way as we do each week and so we were talking about dealing with loss during covid that's our theme for tonight and and so some of the things that i know are really helpful for me in moving through a grieving process is to really honor the emotions that I'm experiencing and to let them be whatever they are. You know, my dad transitioned to spirit in October of 2014. And there are times, moments where I feel the sense of grief and loss for his presence in my life as as vividly as I did the moment he transitioned. It passes more quickly than it did in the beginning, but that's not an unusual experience for people to have. So if you find, that's what I meant by we, we, are, we can be anywhere on that circle of grief and grieving at any given moment in time. And, and sometimes it can just take our breath away. It can so... Um, catch us by surprise 
the extremeness of emotion that comes up and you just don't know what's going to trigger it. Sometimes it's somebody else's loss of a parent or something that comes up. Maybe it's a birthday or Father's Day or Mother's Day or an anniversary. It's not unusual for these these moments, these these memories to trigger all different kinds of emotions and of varying degrees of extremeness. So please do yourself the greatest favor and gift that you can and give yourself the opportunity to feel these emotions and yourself as you move through them. Because it's truly the only way I know of to have what I often refer to as a healthy grieving process. And if you're in the process of grief and grieving and you're really having a very challenging time functioning, please reach out for help. You may require short-term support to help you get through the beginning stages of grief and grieving so that you can stay functional And then as time goes on and your needs change, whatever support you've been offered, you can slowly wean yourself off of, whether it's a medication, whether it's an herb. I I know a lot of people that choose to take advantage of the legalization of CBD products and that they really help with emotional balance as well as many of the symptoms that people are experiencing, like from PTSD or extreme grief, et cetera. And so these are are some suggestions. Essential oils are very helpful. Um, I have been involved with Young Living um, Essential Oil Company for over 20 years. And essential oils are, to me, nature's gift to us, you know, and I love my oils. They're so much a part of how I live my life and um, on all different, in all different ways, you know, from first thing in the morning to um, throughout the day to at night, I've always got a diffuser going with something in it. Um, During uh, seasons of high virus, Uh, exposure, even before COVID, I always had um, an essential oil, either a single or a blend that would boost my immune system, like the blend Thieves, T-H-I-E-V-E-S. Or a lot of people like oregano, you know, um, which is a single oil. Thieves is a blend um, exclusive to Young Living. And, And then just so many others. I use geranium um, as an underarm deodorant with liquid crystal, which you can get at the health food store, not the geranium, but the liquid crystal, so that there's no aluminum, there's no chemicals. I love chemical-free living, you know? And, and as we were talking with our last caller, part of what contributes to the toxic feeling that we have in our bodies is when we look at it from the holistic perspective, it's what we expose our bodies to on the physical level. So that's the food we eat, the water we drink, the, the different things that, you know, the alcohol that we intake or any medications that we, that we choose, whatever we put in the body that we ingest, that's one root of, of bringing toxins in. We live in a toxic soup, you know, kind of an enclosed orb we have for this planet. And that creates a certain amount of toxicity in the air that we breathe. And that gets circulated in our bodies. So water, food, air, and then, then we have to look, we, we can choose to look at what we put on our bodies. Don't ever let someone say to you, oh, I'm just putting it on my skin. Our skin is our largest organ. Being very conscious of what we put on our skin is very important. So what we use in our home in terms of cleaning supplies, what we put, how we wash our laundry, 
the kind of dish detergent we use, the kind of detergent we use in our dishwashers, what we use on our um, clothes when we wash them. These are all ways for toxins to um, touch our skin. Our makeup, if we're women, lotions, skin, um, sun, we're summertime, so sunblock agents, you know, the anything at all. They're all potentially toxic unless they're very clean. Organic food doesn't necessarily have a greater nutritional content than food that isn't organic. But what you do have is you have a less of a toxin load because of the way the food is grown. So for me, as much as I can, I purchase organic. I am very, very grateful that the organic food industry has, has expanded and grown over the last many years um, so that there is more and more of that available. And, and so you want to be conscious. Who we are being in our relationship with ourselves, if you've listened to this show before, you know that what I believe and what I'm always guided to say is, That's the most important ingredient, who we're being in this relationship with ourselves, because who we are being is what defines our choices, and our choices then define the actions that we take. And so if we're making our choices based on ego, mind, and personality alone, and we're not really being conscious, we're just kind of making um, knee-jerk choices, then, then the actions that those choices encourage are going to be very different than the ones that we make from a place of loving ourselves, from a place of being very conscious about the pros and cons of the choices that we're making. So this is something that I invite you to think about. From the holistic perspective, we are physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, energetic. Moving through our emotions, especially the low vibrational emotions, like the ones we've been talking about tonight, grieving, sadness, all of the emotions that are part of depression, right? Anger, fear, they're all very low vibrational and they don't create flow. So you want to really move through them and focus on the energy of gratitude and that emotion. It's the highest measurable emotion. Love is the highest but it's not measurable yet. So when you are feeling depressed or sad, I invite you take a moment and just be thoughtful of everything that you're grateful for. doesn't matter how small it is. It will bring your vibration, your overall vibration up and help. It will help tremendously on so many levels, right? And what you can also do is with the Ho'oponopono prayer is just as often as you think of it, just say, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. To whatever it is that is a source of imbalance or a struggle for me, whatever is a source of imbalance in my body, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Or I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. Or just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And that, my friends, is our show for tonight. Um, let me go ahead and we'll close out with our rapid conscious heart connection. Before we do that, I just want to thank all of our callers for tonight. I'm so grateful that you were here. And for those of you that are in the queue that I didn't get to, I just saw someone pop in. Please give a call next Sunday at 6.45 p.m. Eastern time. It will get you into the queue with a guarantee of a reading. All right, so as long as you're not driving or operating heavy machinery, we're going to do this very quickly. I want you to just uncross your ankles and knees, close your eyes if you'd like, relax your belly muscles, and just breathe. Take some nice, deep, slow breaths and very consciously aware of the coolness of the air as you breathe in. The warmth of the air as you breathe out. Focusing your breath as if it was going into and out of your heart center. 
that beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest. And you can even add a layer to this breath and imagine the color of love, whatever it is to you. See a bubble of that love light surrounding you completely. And as you breathe into and out of your heart center, you can imagine that love light filling every cell in your body. Those cells are already filled with this love light. But this allows you a greater ease in consciously connecting to the love that's already there and expands it and makes it even more brilliant. So imagine as you breathe in this love light and breathe it out, every cell in your body from head to toe, from deep within all the way through and including every cell of skin filled and surrounded with love light. And what we know is that what we focus on expands and grows. So as we breathe into and out of our hearts, there's a wave form of love that emanates from us in all directions. And there is no boundary to love. So let's imagine that it immediately goes to the center of the earth, a gift to our divine mother, Mother Earth. And as soon as it reaches the center of the earth, it expands in all directions, filling the earth completely. What a beautiful gift of love that is. A gift of love to all who dwell within her. And it comes through the surface of the earth, a gift of love to all of us who dwell upon her. And it keeps on expanding in all directions out into the universe, back to the beginning of all that is, into infinity, to the source of all. I like to refer to it as the one heart of love. And whatever we focus on expands and grows, and that's what we attract back to us. So it's important that we pay attention to the words we use, the emotions that we experience, our thoughts, and imagine all that love coming right back to you, even more vibrant, and breathe it in. Breathing this way as often as you can think of it raises your vibration in wonderful ways and helps release toxins, emotions, breath. It's a wonderful way of releasing anything that doesn't serve us. So I invite you to breathe into and out of your heart center often and simply think the words, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just I love you, I love you, I love you, or thank you, thank you, thank you. To initiate the Ho'oponopono prayer, asking Divine Creator God to clear whatever serves your highest good in that moment. And so it is. For those of you that just joined the queue, we are completing the show now. Please join us next Sunday or any Sunday. Call at 6.45 p.m. Eastern Time, and you will be guaranteed a reading live on air. Feel free to listen to the replay, which is available here on Blog Talk Radio, within moments of the show completing. Thank you, everyone, for joining me. We will be back here again next Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. I am Eileen, the Heart Healer. I wish you all a wonderful week and sending you off with blessings of love and gratitude. Night, everybody.
Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network. 